Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1942, in the cold desert of a small border town in Texas, a group of kind are kidnapped and mass embraced by members of the fanatical sect, the Sabbat. Out of this group, only a handful survived, and through rituals and mentorship, they became the pack known as the Pale Riders. Representing the Sword of Cain, they are wielded by a mentor to cut deep wounds within the heartland of Mexico to the enemies of the Sabbat. Wars on Fire is a vampire that masquerades Sabbat Chronicle that follows the Pale Riders pack that consists of Mitch, a Lazampa played by Adam, Coyote, a Ravenous anti-tribute played by Alex, Eldrick, a Caitiff played by David, Jasper, a Bruja anti-tribute played by Joaquin, Cora, a Shimizi played by Slavic, and Richard, a Venture anti-tribute played by Tillman. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. You guys like to pull the vehicles around. You're out of the vehicles. And now you got Coyote and his bride that's in the back of this uh uh, truck, a uh, 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 dairy van, and you see the door pop open, and you see like a large hand like come out on the side, and you, you kind of see the weight of the, of the truck of the poor suspension shake as like Coyote like starts to come out, and you see like his 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 dynamic, you know what I mean, like the horns that are like coming out first seem to like pierce into the reality that you guys are in, rather than the seclusion that he just came from, and you see slowly like his lumbering form comes out, and he like just jumps off from the tailgate and he turns it around in his big hand he offers you see like the small smaller elderly hand that doesn't match the facade that is the vicissitude of her face um uh go into his large paw as he like gently brings her down and she's dressed in like uh and one of those nuns robes like uh from the two dead bodies that have been back there with them in the in the milk van and you guys can kind of sm- smell the decay a little bit that that's like you know coming from back there they haven't decayed that much it's only been a couple hours but you know what i mean like the smell of death is in there and for and when you guys come out or, or when those two come out into the into the dirt because behind this shack there's like weeds and there's like you know what i mean a little shed and the guy's already like left the tarps for you guys to cover you know what i mean would we'll say he went back inside and see you guys and you kind of like see a second where the bride sees cora she like kind of like tries to make her way towards Cora, but then you see like this tense like like his hand like tighten a little bit and like pull tug her closer to him, and it's this odd sense for a second like you definitely can kind of it's almost like seeing a couple almost get in an argument you know what I mean like in public, and it's and 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 then you see Coyote's smile get bigger and as he puts one of his large arms around you. Uh, around, excuse me, around her, uh, this this poor soul that now is dressed up like a, a nun. Uh, so scenes on you guys. Go ahead. Yeah, we're gonna need to cover him up somehow, at least till we get him into the boat. The boat? We're taking a boat. Yeah, it's gonna make the trip a lot quicker. Save us. Yeah. Some time. We could use some more time alone. And he like kind of like pulls her closer into him. That I do not doubt. <laughs> However, like, we have a brother to rescue and some traitorous fucks to murder. So the quicker we can do that, the better. I like that. All three of my favorite things. My wife, 
fighting traitors, fucks, and murder. I don't doubt. So, how are we going to get you on that boat? I guess we could just throw a blanket at you, or, or we could just, I guess, carry you. Give me a blanket. Give me throw a blanket. A blanket. I got a blanket. Just tell folks that he's got some sort of medical deformity. <laughs> he's the elephant man. <laughs> I don't think folks like this were, uh, stand. Uh, what that is. Yeah, don't worry. I'll make it work. You distract him. I'll just, I'll just tell them he, he weren't born right. They can figure it out, I guess. Yeah, let's do that, boss. And you see he takes, like, this blanket out from behind him, and you hear, like, when he pulls the blanket, you can hear, like, something, like, roll off it, which you assume is one of the bodies back there. And he closes the door, and he, like, puts the blanket over him, and he's, like, and as he's, like, as you guys start walking towards the pier, he, like, motions to you real quick, and he's, like, uh, oh, what's the term he uses for you? The grandma, what's the term? Abuela. Ah, abuela. Abuela. Can you make it to where she stops crying? She won't stop crying sometimes. It hurts me when she cries. Well, I suppose I could remove her tear ducts. That wouldn't be too difficult. Thank you. I feel like I don't deserve such nice things from you, Abuela. But you do all the time nice things for me. Well, I'll you're such you a nice man, Coyote. Thank you, Abuela. Thank you. And I don't know. Maybe we could have grandchildren for you one day. And he kind of laughs a little bit as he, like, you know, like, falls a little bit behind. Uh, so you guys eventually make it to this boat, and you can see that the figures are on there. You can just feel like sunrise is probably going to come, like, in about 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys, gonna, I just want to say, what are we going to do with the dead bodies in the truck? Are we just going to leave them there, or should we just, like, dig a, like a pit somewhere and just toss them in? <laughs> I think if anyone opens them, they'll have a surprise. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know what your guys' call. Can we lock the doors to the dairy truck? Yeah, we can say there's a lock back there. No harm, no foul. Yeah, we can say it's just locked. You know what I mean? You guys got the keys, you know? So. Yeah, we'll lock everything up and we'll take the keys with us. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, so you guys, are, I already described how, you know, the walk to the pier and everything like that. You know what I mean? I won't, you know explain it but i will just say that tim uh, richard that you probably or feel this sense of like seeing the ocean for the first time you know what i mean as you're coming upon there maybe that might even be like kind of a spiritual thing for you is like you're experiencing all this new stuff when it comes to the pack you know what i mean like you're seeing the ocean now like you're seeing the world you know what i mean like and this is just like the beginning of your existence you know what i mean and it's like you're constantly being um exposed to these new things you know what I mean? and 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 who knows what the future may even hold for you so yeah. you guys get on the boats and uh the guys like um uh uh he he looks at you guys like i can show you uh where where you're uh, where you'll be staying and you see for a second he looks at uh he sees like the figure with the blanket and he looks quizzically then he sees the nun and he's like well you didn't tell me you had a holy sister here and he kind of like does the you know what i mean the um father son and the holy ghost you know what i mean and you see uh the son does that too and he's like, uh, uh, and he kind of looks again at the giant, you know, with the blanket over him. And he's like, uh, and he looks at Jasper for a second. Then he looks at like, you can kind of see he's like getting like sizing you all up. And like, he's 
definitely not like comfortable, but maybe the thought of like 200 pesos, which is a lot of fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Especially in a, in a season of fishing that has not been good to him and his, his family. And he's like, uh, but I can show you where you got no, you don't have any luggage. And he's like looking around for luggage and stuff like that. Mitchell look at him. No, we travel light. He's like, well, I here's what you would have brought his, uh, whatever, uh, Sack oh yeah, with, yeah, yeah. The uh, crowbar and whatnot. Yeah, and a couple bottles of moonshine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say <laughs> you guys brought sacks with shit that was important. You know what I mean? So that that's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he like kind of takes you to where like the front of the boat where it looks like because like you know in the back there's like the engine part, but the front there's like a uh uh, uh like you know the boat's flat and there's like a part where you know you can sit in and it has like the the, the wheel that can be steered and like you know what I mean the the, the rust and everything like that and right next to the door that leads into that there's another door and you open it he opens it up and you can there's some steps that go down you know what i'm saying uh and it's kind of dark and he's like we have lamps down there uh you know and everyone's probably familiar with uh you know what i mean having lighting lamps you know what i mean and, and stuff like that along the wall and he kind of like lights one and, and the kind of like turns it up a little, little bit and you can see like it like uh, it uh, illuminates just like these steps, these rickety wooden steps. That's, there's about 12 of them. And then he, he walks ahead of you guys and he makes a left. It's really like the hallway is really like cramped. I mean, literally like you couldn't even go like this if you want to, you know what I mean? And then there's like one door on the left. And he opens the door and you guys look and it's like, it's literally like a 10 by 10, you know, a room that has like three bunks, like one bunk, two bunk, three bunks. You know what I mean? That's like built into the wall, literally where there's enough space to like, there's like this, like maybe two feet, uh, wide and they have like a very thin, like two inch thin, like quote unquote mattress. You know what I mean? That's on there. And then he opens and he shows you like two other doors. So there's a total of three doors, similar rooms. You know what I mean? And that it's pretty easy to go and sleep when you're not working. You know what I'm saying? And that's about it. So he's like, uh, and he see for a second, uh, he actually probably takes you down first, Mitch. You know what I mean? Cause he doesn't want like seven people to like follow him down. You know what I mean? And then, but he like shows you each room. He's like, is this good for you? This will do just fine. All right. And he's like, uh, so we're about to start. You guys can hang out today up on deck if you want to. You can hang it. You can you can come down here if you want to. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter, but we're going to start going soon. I think that's a good plan. Let us get ourselves settled before we uh, ship out. Yeah, yeah. Just if let me know when you're good, okay? Yeah, I'll be upstairs. You just come up and you tell me when you're good, sir. And he, like, Will walks do. off and he and he leaves you guys to yourself, glancing at the figure with the blanket. You know what I mean? Over him a little bit, like kind of like huddled over, you know? Thank you kindly. Things on you guys. Mitch will give everything a close look. Uh, make sure that if it isn't already light proof, that it can be made light proof somehow. It's pretty much light proof. Yeah, there's no like windows or anything like that. And there's just completely, you know what I mean? It's not a touristy one that has a little circle window where you can look out. Nothing like that, you know? Okay, good. All right. Let's get everyone in here and get ourselves all organized. All right. So uh, how, how are you guys going to break down the rooms? You see Coyote goes in one of the rooms with his bride and just closes the door. And, and he's like, he's like, I take a boss. You're, you're going to tell them to leave us alone? That's already been agreed upon. All right. And you, you hear the door close behind them uh when it comes to the to rest of you are you guys gonna well actually do you want everyone to stay in the same room what do you want mitch you're the pack leader i'm all assuming that like everyone's gonna claim their own room it's your call let's split up between rooms we don't want to be a little too conspicuous 
Okay. So I t- uh, those two took one room. Uh, how are you guys going to split between the two other rooms? I think. I mean, Mitch, we are husband and wife, right? That is true. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> All right. So That's new two, to me. <laughs> Jasper and uh, Richard are going to stay in one room, and you two are going to stay in the other. So, uh, And the driver, the uh, old man driver, too, was going to have to. Oh, yeah, he's with you guys, too. Yeah, so he's going to stay with you guys, too. And that guy, he's actually, and to not to, like, forget about him, but he's very, like, He's one of the, it's like almost like he's like uh, under the influence of some kind of opiate. You know what I mean? Like someone says something and there's a second where he's like, oh, you know what I mean? And where he responds, there's like, like a delayed reaction almost of a couple seconds. So you guys are definitely the odd company. Odd, uh, you're an odd family right now. You know, as as he gets in, uh, he gets in the room with uh, you and uh, Richard, uh, you and uh, Richard there, Jasper. So, um. Okay, Mitch, are you gonna go up and uh, pretty much tell the, the dude you're good to go, or? Yeah, I'll go up there, tell him we're good to go, and while All I'm right. up there, I'll take a look around the boat, make sure I get a good sense of the layout. Yeah, you, I'll, I'll, we'll say that you will say you're pretty familiar with the layout, just walking around. And as you're walking around, you kind of see that old man who's kind of sitting on the bench with his cane, and he's kind of like you know, just kind of looking off into the ocean and everything too as you walk by, as the 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 the. The father, aka like the the son of the old man, is like who you don't quite know about quite yet is like showing you around. So you go back down below as you guys are about to like go into unconsciousness. You hear like the motor, like you know what I mean, like be powered on, and then you're out. Boom, you're out. Uh, you guys all wake up below a blood pool point. Uh, everyone, uh, tell me what their blood pool is currently at right now. Ten. Six. Ten. All right. What about you, Jasper? Six. Richard. All right. Three. Frenzy <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bruhana boat for the win. All right. Um. And you, Mitch. <laughs> Nineteen. After that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. So, uh, Richard. Of course, we all know by now. Richard, you're the first one to wake up. Richard, you're snapped back into reality. Your eyes open and you're on one of the bunks, I take it. Or is that, was that, how did you sleep in the room? Is that where you slept on one of the bunks or? Uh, yeah, I think so, but I probably, uh, sat upright so I don't right. uh, roll out over the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. That's a smart move. Yeah. Uh, uh, you try to like, well, try to. It's only like a two foot width. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you said that. Well, then I rolled up, uh, like not, uh, lying down straight, but. Okay. Like a fetal position? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you wake up from there. Uh, what what, uh, what you're going to do? Is there anything you're going to do? You feel, by the way, you hear the hum of the engine, and you kind of, kind of feel like the boat like rock a little bit. You know what I mean? As you're on there. This is your first time you've been on a boat, by the way. So it's kind of an odd feeling. You know, not that vampires can't get seasick or anything like that, so don't worry about that. But you're kind of sitting there, and... and and you see a figure sitting in the corner, and you see it's that driver guy, that old, you know, what I mean, you the the old guy from uh, Cedar Creek, who's kind of just like uh, awake, but he's just like kind of like has his head against the wall, and he's staring blankly at nothing, you know, what I mean? almost like he's hey. looking at the deep crevices of the wood. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you see, slowly for a second, he like closes his eyes and he opens them, and he turns and he looks at you, and he just like looks back. To what he was doing at the wall. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you gonna are you gonna stay in the room till everyone wakes up? Pretty much, or are you gonna leave the room? Or 
No, I think I'm gonna leave the room and try to sneakily check out the ship. It's still um, moving. I can feel it's. Yeah, yeah, you, you can feel it moving. Okay. So you uh, you get out the the open the door and you come to that like enclosed hallway. You know what I mean? Where you make a right and and you see that there you make a right to go down the hallway, and then you kind of see there's steps that go up at the end on the right. You know. And uh, you walk up the steps and you kind of like open the door. As you open the door and you step out, you see like the ocean. Like like you see like a, like there's like about four feet of the boat and there's a rail and you see like water. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh wow. You know, like you're kind of taken aback for a second, and then you're like, you kind of realize like like off in the distance you can kind of see land maybe. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and you're, and you smell the salt, like a really heavy salt smell in the air, you know, and you feel like through the little, the hair, the little hair that you have, you feel the wind kind of like comb through it for a second. And you hear this of like, of the, of the engine. And, uh, you can see a source of light come out of, um, of like the cabin, the little cabin where someone could stand and like, you know, steer the boat. And you see that there's some lanterns that, uh, have been lit along, uh, like the side of the, cause, of, of the boat to, to illuminate a little bit, you know what I mean? And you can kind of see, like, you can see, um, you hear the ripples a little bit of like, of what could have been sails. Cause they have sails if for some reason they need it, you know what I mean? And they're rolled up, but you could kind of hear like the wind get in them a little bit, you know, uh, what you, what you're going to do from here. I think I'm just going to stare into the endlessness of the ocean. What, how does it make you feel when you see that? Uh, it's probably really surreal. Like, being out there on the ocean for the first time, the land's so far away. Nice. So you're just going to kind of like stand on the rail and just kind of like spend your time looking out there while the, until the others awaken. Yes. Okay, cool. I like that. Like he's just kind of taking it back at first. He's like, I want to explore. And he's like, Oh, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is crazy. You know, uh, I think the next highest, uh, what, what do you have Jasper when it comes to humanity Cora? and what do you have Cora? I have three. All right. So Jasper, you awaken. You see that it's just you and this, the, and and the driver that that's sitting there. You're kind of starting to feel a little itchy, like starting to feel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I did. I I should. Like I should have. I've been so preoccupied in taking care of the others. I forgot to mind my own health. Late, sloppy of me. I said, I need. Uh, I need others around. I, it looks eyes the old man. It's like I need a feed, but I can't. I don't want to risk. Doing at this time, at this stage of our journey, he'll like look, he'll like look around and see, like, okay, I really need someone to watch me, and if need be, restrain me when I feed. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are, are you gonna stay below deck, or are you going to, um, are you gonna uh go above deck, or what are you gonna do? I think I'll go above deck so I can see, like, yes, like so that when more people row, I'll be like, I'll be able to like eat. Either see the rapist, you know, either either go up or stay down. So I know I'll give it long enough that I'll I'll get them eventually. So you slowly make your way up, and you see Richard. It's just kind of like you you open the door and you see his back, and he's like has his hand on the rails, and you see he's just like kind of staring out into the ocean at the moment, like he's like transfixed on it, like he's just kind of lost in it at the moment. I forget. You know, it is easy to forget that I grew up around the ocean uh, in the northeast. Like, it would be like a, at most like an hour's drive away from my from my home when I lived up there. It's so I forget how exotic it is to some people. The land it's it's so far gone. 
Oh, yes, the ocean is, according to our map makers, is there's more water, there's more ocean than there is Earth. Yeah, I believe that. It looks like it doesn't want to end. I'm happy I don't get seasick anymore. Uh, there are many benefits. Would you say, uh, go, go, just quickly, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, would you say that Jasper seems on edge while he's talking, or does he seem normal? Uh, probably a little bit. Like, like there's a, just a bit of, like, a strain in him, just, you know, to not, you know, make sure he doesn't just attack one of the living people on the boat. <laughs> would, would you think that, do you think that Richard would be able to sense that in him right now? Uh, I think, like, he'll, he'll notice that, yeah, there's definitely a bit of a strain to it, that he's, like, trying to keep his mind off it. All right, so you can sense that, Richard, just so you know. You're right there, buddy. It has been a while since I fed, and my, the wounds I received during a conflict made it drain me quite a bit, and I have yet to replenish myself completely. I see. Uh, do you think you can hold off until we make our first stop? Uh, I feel like it'd be best if I had something to something a small morsel to sustain me until then, and I don't want to risk it without uh, having uh, someone that help nearby to restrain me should I lose myself. Plus, you have well, that. Uh, <laughs> that's true. He's like, well, I am a venture. Uh, but real quick, before you save that thought, Richard, because that uh, that that um the derangement you have, right? Does that make it to where every time you got to feed like that, or because that's what you remember? Oh you yeah, because uh, yeah, I have to like like uh, I, I prefer because if you to, don't like, feed like to, that, I prefer to feed. Yeah. Like, in this situation, I realize I can't, but I it, it won't be as satisfying. It'll be like a, all right. Let me look here. I just want to see. Dang it! I wish I had, of course the. I the think if you want to do it mechanically, you could do a roll. Um, yeah. That you are torn up uh, mentally about it. Like yeah, just for each three blood points taken, gain two blood points into your pool, just to simplify yeah, we, it. There's something here. I just wanted to find it real quick. What 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 was the name of it that we chose? Was it obsessive compulsive? I think. Yeah, so he has obsessive compulsive. Yeah. Have his victims tied up and uh, intricate. You can negate it by uh, you can negate your uh, negate it by spending a willpower point. Ah. So if you like really have to overcome it. You can spend a willpower point, so that's good. Okay, because I was like, I remember there's some way to get around it. You know what I mean? So, I uh, that's what it said for obsessive compulsive there. So there's always that option there too. So go ahead with what you're going to say, Richard. I apologize, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We need our what is it, boat driver. <laughs> so you yeah. you can't have him. Let's say that. I, I was agree. We need to make sure that. Uh... Some of our less restrained uh, brothers and sisters don't uh, partake and don't, you know, feed from the wrong source. Same rule for them. And I'm, I'm somewhat nervous that I might forget myself if we wait too long. I might make the mistake of going after Coyote's new bride, and that would just lead to so much unneeded tension. Uh, indeed. Travel is not. Travel, I foresee, will be a great uh, annoyance to me for years to come. I just know it. <laughs> the way he says it's just like, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Being a vampire, oh my god. <laughs> no, you don't have to bring them up before you drain them dry. It's, that, 
it's just convenient, you know? Why can't you, why can't we just stay in one place and I can kill people however I, I want have a, there? I have a feeling there's going to be the serial killer that just is never caught. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like if you call him the hillside dangler or something instead of strangler, you know? <laughs> like, who knows? Uh, uh, okay, while you guys are having this talk or you wake up, uh, uh, Mitch is still out. You know what I mean? Cold as you're in uh, a similar cabin. What are you going to do at this moment? Well, I suppose I'll have to check on everybody how they're doing so far. All right. So you make the same traversal up into, and you see, uh, you kind of catch the end of what Jasper just said as he's talking to Richard as they're both standing, uh, looking out into the ocean there. Good evening, fellas. Evening, sister. Good evening. Ah, what a beautiful night, isn't it? Indeed. You seem more relaxed this night. I suppose it's the it's the waning moon. It sort of quells my anger a bit for a while, and then it's gonna start all over again. So, what have you been talking about? Just that we need we need to remember that restraint is necessary at times. I agree. Unfortunately, in this ship, it's, it's uh, the drivers are not expandable, and thus we have to make sure nothing happens to them. Exactly. Yes, and, uh, and as a result, I am somewhat concerned about Coyote, and I, though I. And it's hard to believe that he's could change so much. Mitch is just they seem a bit more aggressive of late. Yes, they they are, and we'll have to deal with that, but we'll have to deal with that after we kill those sons of bitches there. But it is something that I know must be ad- addressed, otherwise we might lose them forever. And that is not something I'm willing to do. Same same goes for me, dear sister. Oh. Oh. So, uh, what about that stop we were talking about? I'm not sure. I the I don't know in the Spanish to ask the driver whether where how soon we are to arrive at the first stop. Uh, I suppose we'll wait for Mitch then. Nothing brings me pleasure more than hearing Cora say, son of a bitches. I like, I like, <laughs> I love that, man. I was like, oh, son of a bitches, oh, son of a bitches. Uh, that's awesome to hear, man. Uh, um, awesomeness. Uh, so, uh, Mitch, your eyes snap open. You are by yourself in this room. Uh, let's go ahead, scenes on you. Mitch will sit up and he'll make some groggy old man noises for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> My damn son of a bitch got get all fucking. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he'll stretch a little bit. He'll uh, adjust his clothes, make himself look a little more presentable, and then he'll head up to the deck. Quick question: Is this Rosemary Hail Mary's thing a thing of the past now? Did he let it let that go? Oh yes. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Uh, as you head upstairs, you see the three are talking on the deck. Uh, at the moment, and they're staring out into the ocean. They're, I've already described it, but uh, as right as you say, 
Cora, like, oh, we're going to have to wait and see what, you know what I mean? Mitch says, of course, the door opens up and Mitch is standing there. For what it seems on you guys. Mitch will take a deep breath of the uh, ocean air. He'll cough a little bit. And then he'll shuffle on over to the driver. Or should I say I, the captain? I guess the captain, yeah, I guess. Uh, the captain, El Capitante, or whatever. <laughs> uh, as you, uh, as you, Walk, walk. This is like literally right there next to the cabin. You know what I mean? And you see the cabin, and you open the door, and you see that the uh, that the old man is is like kind of sitting on a bench, and and the you see the the dad of the little kid is sitting there uh, on the wheel. You know what I mean? And you see like there's a little table with like a old school compass. You know what I mean? With a pencil, and there's like a map there, and uh, you see them talking in Spanish, and you, and as you walk in, uh, you you uh. Uh, you hear, uh, uh, the, um, the dad say, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a village is right up, uh, you hear the, yeah, the captain say, yeah, the, the village before, uh, Herosia is, uh, where we're gonna stop at. It's, uh, I say we change which direction as, and then as the door opens up, you're standing there, you see the guy look at you and he nods his head, the, the, the dad, and he's like, hey, we're just, uh, perfect timing. We're gonna probably be in an hour, be stopping, uh, added another little village to fuel up where you guys can stop out and, uh, and stretch your legs and maybe grab some, uh, some dinner. There's a, uh, a, a kind of a bar that serves food there if you would like. Uh, we'll be there in about, well, I'd say 45 minutes to an hour. We just changed course, matter of fact. So how did you guys sleep? Did you sleep all right? Gracias, senor. Yes. We slept, slept like the dead. Oh, you don't hear any of that. He's this is Mitch talking in Spanish. You don't. You don't. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like the, yeah. So, uh, I, but Cora's one-liners again are fucking awesome. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Uh, um, you uh uh uh, what was that? Oh yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, you guys must have been tired. You've been sleeping all day. And he's like, but we didn't want to disturb you as per our agreement. He's like, uh, but yeah, we just changed course. He's like, uh, if you excuse me, real quick, I gotta go handle uh you know my business you know and he kind of smiles and take a piss i mean and he like walks past you as he walks past you out you're still standing in the cabin uh with the, with this old man with this cane and you kind of see the old man like he's kind of like looks towards you he's like you got a pretty good accent for a texan mitchell look at the old man thanks i'm glad to know that i uh fit in fairly well how long have you been yeah. uh, doing this if you call what I'm doing, doing this, uh, I don't know, a few years now, I I consider doing this being a hindrance to my boy. What is it that you're doing exactly? Uh, I don't know. Being taken care of? Does it look like I do much here? I fucking think not. My boy owns his boat, takes care of his boy, and I'm kind of guess along for the, water, the ride here. I know the feeling. You miss those younger days when everything still worked? Yeah, when when I helped out, and I don't know, my boy's wife died in childbirth, so his whole life it seems like he's been taking care of that young woman. I'm sure you saw. And he thought that buying this boat would be an easy way to take care of living and maybe teach his boy some responsibility. It ain't been easy though. I'm sure not the boat type, I'm not too keen being stuck in the middle of water like this. Fair enough. Still beats being on the back of a horse sometimes, I guess. I miss being back on. On the back of the horse, to be honest with you. That's when yeah. I felt like I was in control to do something. Yeah. What did you do when you were younger? I was a lawman. Ah. Bet you got some great stories from that. Stories don't stop my bones from aching. 
or stop me from getting up every 20 minutes to pee. Yeah, it happens. You know, doesn't give me my sight back either. I got an old family remedy that might help with some of that. Don't take this the wrong way, stranger. Something about you just feels off. I get that a lot. You got any tequila on board? Yeah, we do downstairs. Why don't you sit down real quick? I'm not quite sure yet you're the type I'm willing to share a drink with. Mitch will take a seat. Give the old man a as friendly friendly a look as he can manage. Yeah, the the guy can't see you anyways. He's like literally blind, you know what I mean? Okay. What's your story? Can Mitch tell that he's blind? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I said his eyes were like milky because like cataracts and shit you know what i mean okay, he okay. saw that when he came like i described like the scene when he was listening to the ocean and when he heard you guys walking up he like changed his ear you know what i mean to like listen because he's used to only expecting to hear one set of footsteps from his grandson rather than you know from you and cora too so yeah but unless it's like really really obvious mitch probably wouldn't notice so i was just uh, i would say that you yeah, yeah 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 no worries yeah i would just say you've noticed though you would have just seen him there but it's neither here nor there but yeah go ahead okay Mitch will take a deep breath, light a cigarette. In my younger days, I was a soldier. Saw a lot of stuff that uh, stuck with me. After I retired, I became a rancher. And things did not go so well there. But I managed. Now I'm old. And I'm trying to live out the dreams I had when I was younger. I got my, myself a second chance, and I want to make the best of it. But I hear the soldier in soldiers. your voice. Yeah. I hear the soldier in your voice. I do. I hear something else in your voice, too. What's that? I hear a man full of rage. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that comes from the soldier. You see, for a second, he, like, you know, takes out a handkerchief and kind of, like, wipes his nose off, blows his nose, puts it back in his pocket. You know, I got to... I got a friend that can maybe help with your eyes. Great surgeon. This is more a gift than a curse. This makes me appreciate my other senses, supposedly. Makes me pay more attention to things I ignored in my youth. (laughs) Oh, I know how that goes. Listen, I'm going to be blunt. My boy needs the money, and he needs it for his boy. I don't know what you got my boy into. I don't agree with the decision he made to let you and your family on board, your companions. But I'll tell you this. I ask of you, from one soldiering type to another, from one lawman to another man, please do not cause harm to my family. Me, if you must, my life is expendable. I gave up on that a while ago. I just ask whatever you are doing and the people that are with you are doing, please bring no, please put aside that rage for a second, listen to me, and please cause no harm to my son. Well, friend, I will tell you this. Your boy and your grandson do right by us. Y'all will end up in pretty good shape. And I, no harm going to come your way. Thank you. Thank you. Now about that drink. <laughs> you see him smile. I'll give you the bottle, but I don't drink with the devil. <laughs> you see him get up for a second with his cane. He like, makes his way, walks his way past you and kind of opens the door. Uh, and leaves. And you guys see this old man kind of like walk out the cabin. You kind of heard him and um, Mitch speaking in this language that, you know, obviously Spanish, but you guys didn't know what he was saying as the old man kind of walks around. Uh, scenes on you guys, go ahead. Mitch will walk out of the cabin, and in English, he'll look at his uh, pack mates. Ain't no harm going to come to that old man, you hear? 
Oh, thank God. He was suggested. I was about to approach the subject to you. What's going on? I was just speaking to the others that as long as our trip will be, I, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but as of late, you and Coyote seem to have lost some of your restraint. And has been a concern of mine. Son, I ain't losing any restraint. I'm just getting more comfortable with what I am now. Well, be that as it may, I know what I I know what I know, and I know what I fear. So, and right now I fear that hasty action will strand us somewhere. But if you say that you have this under control, I will believe you, sir. You got a good point. Hasty action will strand us. But there ain't a boat or a truck that we can't steal if we need to get back. I'll go make sure Coyote understands. Before you go down there, Cora, we're going to be coming up on a village soon. So if anybody's a little peckish, it might be a good time to sneak off. But we got to do uh, do it all quiet-like. You see Jasper noticeably like just relaxes like, Oh, thank you. I was... Worried for a mo- moment there. Yeah, you know, Jasper's a little tense, like when he's talking to you guys, obviously, but uh, you, you more tense than normal, I would say. But go ahead, continue on. Sorry. You feeling a little hollow there, Jasper? Yes. Uh, I've been too busy of late trying to make sure that we all know that. Remember, it's a strength that I forgot to remind my own health. It's. It was, I was worried for a moment there that uh, we would have our journey would take longer and I would lose my own restraint. We got ways around that if it becomes much of a threat, but for right now, let's try to hold off until we hit that village. Very well. I still ain't decided about the boy and his dad, though. So if need be, they can be in emergency <laughs> reserve. <laughs> the old man's like, forget about me. Just make sure my boy is my grandson safe. And you come out and you're like, don't kill the old man. But I don't know about the two. He's like, you did like the complete opposite. He's like, all right, go ahead. Bro. Mitch likes the old man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You are a vampire and vampires are fucking vampires. And you're like, I'm going to do what I want. Not what you want. You know what I mean? But, uh, all right, cool. Yeah. He doesn't know about the other two yet. Plus the other two can see. That's a big liability. The old man's blind. Yeah, but the old man, I'm like the other two, probably sense more off with you than you know what I mean than the than the others, you know, because they just see money, you know, that they're. That's all right. He's too weak to argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. He's just like I gotta go use the bathroom again. <laughs> it's been 20 minutes now, but uh, so um, as you guys are sitting there talking, uh, uh, the, the there's about 40 minutes till the boat is going to get to the to the dock to this village where they're going to. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to role play out before we get to there, or is there uh, we can fast forward? It's your call. Mitch will just keep an eye on the boy and his dad as they go about their business on deck. He'll try to get a sense of how to control the boat should it come to that. Yeah, maybe a, a higher difficulty, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. So we'll say that you're like paying attention to it right now. I won't make you roll anything okay. until, like, the time actually comes. Now, I can't guarantee it's going to be a doable roll, you know what I mean? But we'll say that you're trying to pay attention to it right now as you speak, so... Yeah. Um, well, intelligence plus drive I, for me is uh, five dice, so... Okay. And then willpower, I guess. Come on! Why nope. will you to work? You know what I mean? Uh, so, um... 
uh, which, uh, oh, brings up a good point. Uh, I wanted to say that you guys all regained one willpower point uh, from just kind of being like on this mellow boat and not being, you know what I mean? Just like, uh, uh, and the traveling, you know what I mean? So go ahead and mark one willpower back on your, 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 um, your, your sheets. So as the boat eventually slowly, you kind, you kind of start seeing like, like the, the, you hear the motor like slow down a little bit and you feel like the rise game just a little choppier. You know what I mean? As you come along and you can kind of see like, um, a couple lanterns that are on like these wooden poles that are on the side of the dock, you know what I mean? With hooks and everything kind of like to guide. And you see like just through the dark, you know, you can kind of make out like some light that maybe look like might be coming through a window. You know what I mean? It's really hard to make out distinctly, you know, and as this boat comes forward eventually to the dock, um, you see that like there's the, these uh there's actually a couple more like smaller docks are on the side to where like there's multiple boats but obviously it's a small sleepy village and the the boat comes along the dock and like the side of the boat has like tires on the side and so does like the side of the dock to avoid obviously you know what i mean like any kind of like um structural damage when they roll up there and you see that the the dad and the son are like sitting there tying ropes uh tying off and you see that there's a there that that this pier kind of leads down, and you can kind of see like this the, the, the subtle signs of like a, a smaller village, right? You can see uh, that there's definitely the where the light was coming from looks like to be like some kind of uh, old style saloon slash you know what I mean establishment, you know, a little bit, but it's not like anything you see in war is more so, like something in a way like you'd see in a western movie, kind of you know what I mean? Like it had was built like 60, 70 years ago, but it's just still standing there, you know. And, um, uh, you see, like, kind of looks like there might be, like, a barn further back or whatever. And you see kind of a couple little huts. And, uh, as the boat comes along there and ties off, uh, you guys see the old man, like, as walks up and puts his hand on his son's shoulder for a second and is, like, terse. And he kind of looks at you, Mitch, and he says, says in Spanish, he's like, this isn't right. This isn't right. And you see, like, what, what? And you see, like, his son looking at him. And he's like, uh, he's like, this isn't right. It's it's too quiet. There's no... I don't hear anything. It's too quiet. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion? so that your media could get the attention you want. Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at 
highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. Hey, do you like World of Darkness? Do you want to introduce your friends to it? But there's one problem. Nobody reads books anymore. This presents you with a problem, doesn't it? You want to get your friends into these awesome games, but they don't have the time or wherewithal to read any of them. Well, that's where Brett the Hitman comes in. Brett the Hitman, your one-stop shop on YouTube for all things related to World of Darkness. Currently in the middle of his Werewolf the Apocalypse series, which is showing tremendous growth. It's going to the moon! That's right, watch Brett the Hitman and you will get style! Flair! Humor! <laughs> and of course, some dank meme magic. Fucking normies! <laughs> Brett the Hitman on YouTube at youtube.com slash I love other people's misery. So watch now! If only for the dank memes. Tune in today! The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire Districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. Why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade. The Demon's Mirror. Thirteen Candles. Three Chronicles running through the undead veins of the City of Angels. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the duets tag to find out more.
Hi guys, I wanted to let you know about my YouTube channel, the video journal of Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey is a character I play in a live-action vampire game called New England Nightmares, which uses the new Finite Studio rules for Mind's Eye Theatre. The Chronicle's set in the city of New Haven, Connecticut, and we run on the third Saturday of every month in Southington, Connecticut. Most of the credit for the stories told in my journals comes from the plots developed by the amazing storytellers who run my game. So the videos on my channel are basically an in-character video logs of the newly sired venture Mike Bailey. They follow him from his days as a naive mortal, to his violent embrace during the Anarch Revolt in the city of London, on to his arrival on the shores of New Haven. The journals show Mike trying to come to terms with his kindred nature, his powerful but impure blood, and his attempts to hide his past from other members of the court of Prince Lucius. So I put out updates every two weeks, and I love feedback and questions, so check out my channel, subscribe, and leave me a comment.